الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والذين آمنوا أشد حبا لله وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اجعل حبك أحب إلي من نفسي وأهلي ومن الماء البارد أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Most respected on my kiram, brothers and elders. For the topic of Allah Ta'ala, for these past few nights, we have been discussing some aspects about the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, about how to get closer to Allah Ta'ala, various other related aspects. Allah Ta'ala make it a means of benefit for me, for all of us. Allah Ta'ala grant us a topic of getting closer to him and enable us to become among his chosen servants so all the crux of everything was that this muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala is the greatest goal that we have to strive for Allah Ta'ala must become pleased and we gain the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala so this is what the whole theme of tasawwuf revolves around Whatever is thought, is thought to, to get to this goal. Because when this comes right, then everything else will fall into place. This is the path. So the details are all directed towards getting to this destination. The whole of deen is that basically. And this is what Allah Ta'ala mentioned this, this ayat of the Quran Sharif. The believers, the true believers of Allah Ta'ala, Ashaddu hubbal lillah The love of Allah Ta'ala is most intense Above everything else There are certain things that are naturally The love of it is naturally in their hearts But provided that this is within the limits that Allah Ta'ala has set And that is not negatory of the love of Allah Ta'ala The love of one's family The love of one's possessions This is natural, it's human nature but if that crosses the limits, if that crosses the boundaries, then that will become Ghayrullah. And if it is within the limits, then it will become a help towards gaining even further closeness to Allah Ta'ala. So in this regard, if you look into the lives of the Ahlullah, they were immersed in this. This was their life all about. So there are some couplets that we have here in front of us. Today we'll just discuss some of these couplets. Most of them are from the Mawais of Hazrat Shaki Makhtar Sahib Rahmatullahi. These are all couplets which are the hearts of the Ahlullah talking. It's the condition of the hearts that they've expressed in some words. Reality they cannot express also because how do you express something that is not, cannot be visibly seen, cannot be touched, cannot be perceived with the external senses, how can that be expressed in words? You can give some kind of description of it, but the reality of it, the reality of it can't be expressed in words. person tastes something, 
They ask him to describe the taste. So now he can go on describing what the taste is, but the reality he can't tell you in words. The reality, the person has to taste it, he'll get the understanding of it. So the same is that they have in some way tried to give us some understanding. But in this expression of the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, there are great lessons that they have given us. That is the thing to take. And inshallah we take those lessons that will become the inspiration for us to also work and strive towards gaining this muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. So there's one couple of years, this is Mawla Rumi Rahmatullah Rumi Rahmatullah Subhanallah, he was unique in this field and everybody that came thereafter drank out of his cup in terms of this muhabbat that he in, in 28,000 couplets in Masnavi Sharif what he expressed therein and how he kept on teaching the love of Allah in different ways so anyone thereafter that followed after him all drank from that cup. You'll find this in all the Akabir across the board. So he states one line here, one couplet here. He's addressing the people of dunya. Ek sabrat nest as farzandozan. Sabar chudari zerabbe zulminan. So you who cannot bear the separation from your wife, from your children. Allah forbid that somebody's wife left him and went away, his whole life goes upside down. And if there's a short separation for some reason, then he is, then he is restless. Somebody's child gets separated from him, he can't sleep, can do nothing. So that's a human nature, that, that's part of human nature, that that attachment is there. But he's asking the Christian, the Christian now, that oh the person who doesn't be, have that ability to make any sabr from the separation from his wife, from his children, how are you making sabr on the separation from Allah Ta'ala? How is it that you're managing to bear this without any restlessness, doesn't show any sign on you that you are in some distress, that you are detached from Allah Ta'ala, you are far away from Allah Ta'ala, and you get far away from your children, from your family, from other things, from your possessions, in fact, and lifeless things but which you are attached to, something has got detached from you, something got lost, something got stolen, something got broken, that too makes you restless. That too makes you very, very restless because now this was your possession, you owned it and now it got, detached, it got detached from you. So you cannot sometimes make the sabr on that. Then despite the fact that that is lifeless, yet you become so attached to it and you cannot bear that separation, how are you managing to bear the separation from Allah Ta'ala? Meaning that your heart is not attached to Him, that you are not connected to Allah Ta'ala. How are you living your life? asking us this question that how is this possible now somebody who has been there for him that is how it will be very very astonishing very very strange but he's looking down to see how how come this person like somebody lost his child and he's very very happy fine he lost his child but he's 
people laughing, joking, eating, drinking, walking around, having a merry time. Somebody looks at him and says, something wrong with this person. How come he, he lost his child? Was it really, he lost his child or what happened? Can't expect that this person will be conducting himself in this manner. So a person who is far away from Allah Ta'ala, now the people who have tasted, tasted, tasted this qurb of Allah Ta'ala, who have tasted this love of Allah Ta'ala, they look down, they wonder, how is this possible? Is it possible? Can a person be so casual and so carefree and still so happy about everything when he doesn't have this attachment with Allah Ta'ala? So in this is this very, very deep lesson that in reality, the person who is the person who is without this love of Allah Ta'ala, he is just like that person who lost his child but doesn't know what's going on in life. He's, something is missing somewhere. So this is also something very greatly missing somewhere. The lesson Allah Ta'ala gives us in the Quran Sharif and the various things that are spoken about, about the Kuffar, about the Mushrikeen, about the Yahud, about the Nasara, the Quran Sharif, this is spoken for the Mu'mineen. What Allah Ta'ala has mentioned about the Kuffar, the Mushrikeen, etc. is mentioned for the Mu'mineen. The Mushrikeen, while that person is still Mushrik, or no Iman on the Quran, what he's going to learn from the Quran Sharif? That person got Kufr in his heart, what he's going to have Iman on the Quran Sharif? He's got Kufr. The Quran is for the believers, Hudalil Muttaqeen. So even those things that are mentioned about the Mushrikeen, the Kufar, the Munafiqeen, is for the Mu'mineen. That look, this is not how you should be. This is a quality and an a, a attribute of the people without Iman. So your life should not be like that. You have Iman. So Allah Ta'ala mentions about the Kuffar, regarding them Allah Ta'ala says, وَرَضُوا بِالْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَتْمَأَنُّوا بِهَا وَهُمْ عَنْ آيَاتِنَا غَافِلُونَ The Kuffar, this is their life. وَرَضُوا بِالْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا They are very happy with the worldly life. And they are very content with it, that they got all the dunya with them, they are very content with it. And as far as our ayat are concerned, they are totally heedless about it. So Allah is speaking about the kuffar, that this is their life. So a mu'min's life has to be very distinct from that. A mu'min's life can't be the same. That he too is very content with his dunya, very very relaxed that he's got his dunya, regardless of whether his deen is even 10% in order, whether his deen is seriously lacking in the fundamentals, his salah is not in order, his other fundamentals of deen are not in order, his hukukul ibad is not in order, and he's still fine, he's relaxed, comfortable. So this is that lesson that is being given, that that's not the way a mu'min conducts himself. A mu'min is concerned. He's all the time checking, am I getting closer to Allah Ta'ala, am I causing, doing something that is going to cause this harm to my deen, is going to distance me from Allah Ta'ala. He is concerned about not getting detached, because that muhabbat now drives him. This is what Ma'arumi Rahmatullah is giving us this lesson, sabrat nest zulminan. O you the person, who cannot have any sabr from the separation from his wife, from his children, how are you bearing this separation from Allah Ta'ala? So, this is to be worked on. We have to work for this. It's not something that just happens by wishing it. 
have to make dua for it also. Constantly dua. The Bismillah has taught us dua. Allahumma zukna hubbak. This is making dua for the muhabbat of Allah Taala. Allahumma al hubbak ahab ilayya min nafsi wa ahli wa min al ma'il badid. Subhanallah. In what ajib ways this muhabbat is being asked for? Ya Allah, make your muhabbat ahab ilayya min nafsi. More beloved to me than myself. Then sometimes the person is prepared to sacrifice himself for his family. If it comes a situation to save somebody's life, he gives his life for, to save his family. Say, Allah, make my your love more beloved to me than even those around me. Sometimes that's where the challenge comes. That on the one side is Allah Ta'ala's command, and the other side is some demand. Wife, children, others around. So now that love sometimes becomes dominant in the heart, as a result a person compromises this love of Allah Ta'ala, the command of Allah Ta'ala. So now he is being cautioned that this is not the way a mu'min conducts his life. A mu'min is very very concerned. So that is the way of the kuffar. وَرَضُوا بِالْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَتْمَأَنُّوا بِهَا وَالَّذِينَ مَنْ عَيَاتِنَا غَافِلُونَ This ghaflat, ghaflat is not the mu'min's lifestyle. A mu'min is all the time Concerned about getting closer to Allah Ta'ala. So he'll make dua also. This dua, Nabi Islam is teaching us dua. Allahumma al-hubbak ahabba ilayya min nafsi wa ahli wa min al-ma'il barid. Now these are not things that can just be thought about. This is kalam and nubuwad. Only in Nabi of Allah Ta'ala could have asked Allah Ta'ala in this manner. Allah, make your love more beloved to me than cold water. What will we understand? What is that enjoyment of that cold water? But those in the heat of the desert and on a hot day, somebody presents cold water when the person is parched. What appreciation comes from that cold water that comes out from the depth of the heart. The Hajib Dadullah Sahib Rahmatullah Sahib Rahmatullah says, he said to him, Pani piyo to thanda piyo. Now these are things to be taken carefully. Everybody has to know his own capacity. Now somebody cannot handle cold things and manage cold things. He says, no, no, it's a very So now on a cold day also, he is going to drink only the cold water. Mirsaab used to drink extremely cold water. People put ice in water, he used to put water in ice and drink it. So you have a glass full of ice and then pour a little bit of water on top of it to melt.